Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Caroline Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle. We're very excited today because our guest is Ashley Rechtenwall, founder of Working Mom Notes, an online platform for working mothers. Ashley's mission is to empower working mothers through community and experience. She's also the co-host of a podcast and is the mother of three girls under the age of six, so very busy. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. So I've obviously been interested in this as we were talking about before we started because I have two little girls as well and I'm working. But maybe can you just share with our listeners a little bit of your background and how you kind of got into the working mom notes? Sure. So I was a physician assistant working in the Princeton area, and I had a little girl back in 2015. And when I was returning to work from maternity leave, I had so many questions, and I didn't really know many other working mothers, short of the people who I was working with because I was in healthcare. So really my life was go to work, go to the hospital, come home. And I didn't have the opportunity to meet many other women in my area at the time. So I decided to create a Facebook group and I called it Princeton Area Working Moms at the time, just to ask questions to these other women about like, where do I put my breast milk after I pump or like, what are my rights when I return or what should I be asking for or looking out for? How do I navigate this life as a working mom? There weren't many resources out there back in 2015. And to my surprise, I had hundreds of women join the group. Now the group is thousands of women. And I slowly wow. realized that this was, I know it's unbelievable. I realized that this was really needed for women, especially because so many women now are working. So I moved on to Instagram and created another platform called Working Mom Notes, and it just continues to grow. And it's just a space for women to be able to get together, ask questions, talk about things that is related to working motherhood and so on and so forth. And it just grew from there. So now since the pandemic, I have really taken all my efforts and put it into working mom notes full time. And I'm home with my kids and I'm not currently working as a physician assistant. Wow. That's great. And I mean, I was going to ask you about with the pandemic, have you seen a big shift in like more people joining the working mom notes and kind of what the conversation has been around it? Cause I imagine as working moms, things have gotten even crazier for a lot of people with the pandemic, either working from home or trying still to get, you know, daycares and things like that. Yes. Working moms are drowning. They're still drowning. <laughs> They're still really struggling. And it's not just in like one area. It is nationwide. People are having issues juggling the work from home with their daycare quarantines and so on and so forth. I know that they're very frustrated because on top of that, they're paying for daycare, even if their child needs to be in quarantine. And I mean, even thinking back to when we were doing virtual school, it was just everything was on the shoulders of the working mom and things aren't really that much better yet. So there's a lot of work to be done. 
I'm just curious. So where, since you're now working on it full time and being a working mom, what is the vision of working mom notes? Is it, are you thinking that you're just going to keep it as kind of this online platform where people can talk to each other or do people meet up? Like kind of what's the vision you have for it going forward or, or currently, I guess. Right. Yeah. So in the past we did do meetups, local meetups. And so that is my goal is to really dive back into the community here now that the pandemic is sort of coming to more of a stable place. And so we do local happy hours right by the train station so that moms commuting even from the city and back can join us. I try to connect with daycares locally in the area. So right now, Working Mom Notes, I'm really focused on more of the local impact I can make, even though I do have the national Instagram platform. On top of that, I run a Facebook group, which at the moment is free, called Princeton area nannies and emergency sitters because moms more than anything need last minute access to childcare. So I've really set up some systems in place over there so that people, if they need a babysitter last minute, they can connect through that Facebook group. So I'm really taking all my time here in the Princeton area, just trying to make life a little bit easier for at the very least the working moms here in this area. Yeah, and as someone who just moved and is looking for a nanny and new babysitters, that's definitely a top priority is that last-minute help or even full-time help. I think we depend so much on each other for advice. So having someone that you trust, another mom who says, oh, yeah, I I used this person and it was great because these are our kids is definitely a big big thing. Yes, exactly. That's always how I go about it. As I'm looking through vetting these people into the group, I think, well, as a mom, would I let this person into my home or the way they're answering the question and so on and so forth. So it does, having that mom factor makes a big difference. So I'm just curious, because you've obviously been involved in this for a little while, what's some advice you would give to a mom, who either someone who's just about to have a child or has three kids like you, to navigate kind of this work-family life? Like, have there's continual themes you've seen as you've been working on working mom notes that would be helpful for new moms to know? Yes, definitely. I always like to tell new moms that it's like learning, training for a marathon where when you first become a mom, just like you first, if you decide to train for a marathon, you're not going to run the marathon effectively on your first go. You have to keep getting out there every day, keep trying, and you slowly build stamina And that really is what it's like, I feel, being a working mom, just getting through the mornings and the new routines and getting out the door and all these things with a young baby is really challenging. And you are so tired all the time. And And once you think you get it, they change their schedule or something on you. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so I always try to reassure, especially new moms, to give yourself grace. It's okay that you're so tired right now. And that is very, very normal. And it's literally like training for a marathon where you just need to keep practicing and keep doing it. And it will slowly start clicking and you won't feel so tired and you will get into a groove. And yes, just when you get into that groove, they will change or they will have a sleep regression or something will happen, but you'll be more seasoned (laughs) and able to handle those hiccups. So that is is really the thing I tell new moms, especially who are returning to work. The second thing is definitely childcare. 
I think it's really important to have a deep bench, not relying on the same person day in. I mean, it's good to have a nanny or a child care setting, but also have lots of backup. So you're not just down and out. If something falls through, it's really important to say, okay, I can call this person. If that doesn't work out, I can call this person and this person and this person. And that takes effort. And it's really hard to put yourself out there and try to get and collect those numbers and interview these people. But it will pay you back tenfold to have that deep bench and that security in childcare. Lastly, I think that in terms of working, there's always going to be work. I was so loyal, so gung-ho in my job that I sacrificed a lot of my family time for work. And if I were to go back and do it differently, I would not make those sacrifices in the same way. I love the analogy that moms are constantly juggling balls. But the thing is that some of the balls are glass and some of the balls are plastic. And you're always going to drop a ball and that's okay. But to determine which one is the glass ball that you really don't want to drop versus which is the plastic one that you can actually let go and everything will be okay, I think is the most important thing is really just analyzing the fact that it's not that you're not ever going to drop a ball, but which one is the safest to drop. Wow. I think that's a really, I've never heard that, but that, I think that's a really good analogy. And I mean, I remember right before I had my first, someone said, like, just make sure wherever you are, be present there, you know, because it's so Mm -hmm. easy, even when you are home, when you have big jobs, or, you know, busy all the time to be thinking about what you needed to be doing at work and not playing with the little one or paying attention and missing out on those moments. So I think that's definitely right. Work Mm -hmm. will always be there and they'll grow up pretty fast. But I, I love your analogy. Yes. So I guess as someone who left, the big busy job to do your passion of, of building Working Mom Notes, and now we're doing that full time. Not to put you on the spot, but what's one piece of advice you might give to someone like that who's thinking, you know, should I make this jump? Should I either stay home full time with my kids or should I do this passion project that I've been working on? How did you come about that decision? And, and do you have any advice for the kind of them who are struggling with that? I think it really comes down to just following your gut. Really, at the end of the day, you kind of know what you want, what really lights your belly on fire. And I think it's important to find your way to that spot. And that path is going to look different for everybody. For me, it just aligned this way. I do say, and not that I'm taking back what I said before, that, you know, I did sacrifice family for work a lot. but flip side to that is that I can move forward in a different way without any regrets, knowing that I didn't leave my job and change and pivot to a different role because I didn't go all in on what I did before. I know that I did wholeheartedly 100% and I'm still following a different path. And so I think it's important to really, really just trust yourself and trust your intuition and it will take you in the right direction. Wow. I think that's so helpful. Thank you so much, Ashley. I I can't thank you enough. I mean, just being a working mom, hearing you, it's inspiring and kind of reprioritizes what they think we're doing every day. But thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I also am doing actually a second a third, call it, if you will, passion project with a wonderful collective of working mothers. They are quite a force of nature nationwide. I was so honored to connect with them through Working Mom Notes. 
And we are working to build what's called the Chamber of Mothers. So it functions very similarly to the Chamber of Commerce, but it's to focus on mothers and mothers' rights. So it's a collective movement to focus on America's priorities, specifically for mothers' rights. So we focus on paid leave, maternal mental health, and so many other causes that are near and dear specifically to mothers' hearts. And we work very closely with people in Washington and other nonprofit organizations to advocate for mothers' rights. Wow, that's great. I actually was just looking that up as you said it. So it looks (laughs) amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.